versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com For reasons too disturbing to mention, I, I find that hard. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 20th of November, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Nomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gwenora. That's all you're getting, because Grail and Daxa are weak. Yes, yes, indeed they are. Or may or may not have partied... Really hard last night. Actually, I think it's still going on. Quite possibly. So they had last night, and then it was rolling over into today, and then they had they had a game. I think. I have no idea. And so there was. Um, All I know is that they are. There weak. was no time to recover in between, so they just decided to roll with it. So we will give you this fine remembrance of their voices to to roll with today. Penis. Oh, look at that. There we go. There's there's your moment of Daxa and Grail. And yes, uh, thanks to my loving wife, uh, the drinking light is on for once in this uh, now happening later in the afternoon for us episode of Casually Hardcore. Oh, it's also happening because... Um, well, we have nowhere to go. Well, and and um, Gwenora's awesome significant other offered to actually throw herself on the arch nemesis sword when arch nemesis chooses to awaken from her. Now, I think uh, Gwenora has to be the one <laughs> is to... Is that enchanted sleep? Gwenora has to be the one to debut the official on-air name. I'm still not sure I like it, but she likes it. For so. BBKF. Yes. Will now summarily no be renamed. Uh, Thumbelina. Thumbelina. So. I'm telling you, you are going to hear no end of teasing over that one. What? It's a classic Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale. Or, or something. About very small people. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> about, very, about very small people, yes. 
<clears throat> if you're joining us live, and you should be, for it is awesome and made of wind, and the people who listen live have more soul. And I'm going to go get our nemesis up. And are in the Internet Relay chat. You will find our producer, nay, IRC rep, the one and only Barry Vaughn. Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you have something you wish to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to the aforementioned Barry VA. And he will bring it to our attention. Please do not PM the show host during the show. You'll be summarily ignored because the more we stare into the black void, the more you eat our brains. It's really a good thing, but it makes for lousy radio. So suddenly it was just me and Gwen and beer. Yep, and beer. So that's not exactly a bad thing. Uh, we do have a couple of uh, show hosts who have stumbled into the video wall, and since things were a little bit rushed getting set up here, I didn't have time to set up my netbook to get me on the video uh, wall. I was going to say, I'm on the video wall. I don't know where you are. I and see, I'm not a dark silhouette this week because I'm actually sitting on the other side of the table across from the fabulous window that provides all the natural lighting. So. It's a happy thing. Yes, you actually get to see my shiny bald head. It also reflects off the damn TV when you're trying to watch it, but that's a whole other crisis. Well, that's, yeah, a whole other crisis. What? I just work here. Yeah, yeah more like live here. <sighs> so, yes, we have Pussar on the wall. Pussar on the wall and Gwenora on the wall and all the rest I of you see, should also be joining them. I see a reinforcement sage who is a paused gray square. Mm-hmm. Start Actually, video. a muted squ- gray square. And then I also see Agrius, who is paused and a black square. So No, that's just actually how he looks. Pusan and I... Oops, somebody else. He is said. the embodiment of night. Is he now? Yes. Sweet. So you're seeing his good side there, I think. Oh. No, actually, that might be his right side. It's hard to tell. Oh, either when way. He's, when he's a uniform shade of no light. Yes, now we have guest users, 74814 <laughs> <laughs> who sh- will sh- who shall become someone, and Pusar's leaving me. So, please join us on the video wall. Come to vtwproductions.com. Select chat at the top of the page and do chat and video. Warm up your webcam and share your lovely nerdy mug with the rest of us nerds on the interwebs because that's how we roll. Yep. Want to throw out the uh, call-in topic for our fourth uh, segment early so that you may be thinking about it. Boba Fetish is on. Oh, but... Dude, how many times do I have to correct you? Now now I have to reach for... Oh, stop. ...the drop-in board and one of the... Yes, uh, please do. So I shall. Silence! You must say it correctly. <coughs> Boba Fetish. Boba Fetish. Is now on the video wall, and the rest of you should be too, because Boba Fetish is made of wind and awesome. Oh so, my God, we're dorks. A little bit. So the call-in topic for Skyping in... Uh, oh, we're doing back. Skype this week. So oh, of course. We have Skype on standby every week. We just sometimes forget that fact. Yeah, I was going to say, because we didn't do it last we got, week. We kind of got rolling. Until I was driving home, I was like, crap, we didn't do Skype. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> because this is a professional oh, production. We are. We are. If nothing else, professionals. Yes, indeed. Professional what's, I'm not sure. What? I mean, do I make me Professional reach for the drop? No, that's not No, it. no, um, definitely not that. Penis. Oh, look at that. I can't High comment. Standards. I can't <laughs> comment High on whether standards. I'm a professional in that arena. That would be inappropriate. Well, here, I'll do yours instead, okay? I'm sorry. See? See, that goes more towards the first one, though. That I, it, indicates it, it, the, you know, where we're operating, the zone we're in. Yeah, Why baby, is, yeah! The Twilight Zone? Hey. Why is the room <laughs> gone? Speak not the name of the evil one. <laughs> that word hath been corrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. You're an Outer Limits fan, aren't you? 
Not so much that. So you, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't get the connection because I'm talking about like the Twilight Saga. Oh, no. No, oh. no, no, no. I'm talking about... Sparkly Vampire with... No, I'm talking about Rod Sterling, the man. Yes. That is made of wit. Yes. Well, no, that's what I meant by the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. So I meant Rod Sterling. We had our... For those uh, of you who don't know what the Twilight Zone is, look it up. Oh, God. And skip all the references to the, to the Sparkly Vampires. People... Actually, Google Twilight Zone Rod Sterling, yes. and you'll... S-E-R-L-I-N-G. And you will find out exactly what I'm talking about. Because it's epic, classic... Television. Here, here's here's the reference that kids these days will get if you've watched Fu- Futurama, and you've seen them do episodes of The Scary Door. <gasps> oh, I have a reference. Like, hold, finish your story, and then I have something oh, the, to tell the, you about what Thumbelina door. and I were doing last night. Oh uh, God! Excuse me. You can't talk about that on the air. Yes, I can talk about this on the we'll air. We'll fix it in post, kids. No, okay. the, the Scary yeah. Door on Futurama is is based on the Twilight Zone. Oh, is it? Okay. Do go on. No. So we were using a Groupon last night and went bowling. Your group what? We were using a Groupon last night. Oh, group grope. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, that was me hitting gnome. A little bit. Yeah, it wasn't nearly loud enough. So though. we went so we went so we went bowling last night. And Is that what you're calling the it now? first game? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were playing with Next balls. time I'm gonna make <laughs> a fist. <laughs> what, you 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 throw about an eighteen pounder these days? Mm. Yeah. Uh huh. Moving on. So she was, we both not bowling well for the first game, and and she was having an issue with her shoes, and I broke out with the, it's got to be the shoes. Now, those of you who are slightly sports-minded, like me, and are as old as I am, remember the old Nike, the original Air Jordan commercials of Spike Lee playing Mars Blackburn from, I think it was from She's Gotta Have It or Jungle Fever, one of the two. It's one of his original characters. And so she kind of looked at me like, what are you? It's got to be the shoes. What are you talking about? And so I made her Google it right there in the in the bowling alley. You made and her Google put, in front of everyone and while I was you were like, group groping? Yes. My God. Oh, God. Do go on. I'm going to kill it. So, it, yeah, it was one of those moments where there's a slight age difference between the two of us. And she had, I, so I had to, I Google, I told her, Google, it's got to, it's got to be the shoes and then play it. You'll understand what I'm talking about. She had no idea because she'd never, never seen those commercials before. And here I grew up watching them. We're old. Yes, we are. No, and I was doing the uh, sadly truncated, uh, pushed off to next week intro for Alpha Geek Radio Fridays. I was playing a couple of retro commercials like Thundercats. Thundercats! Ho! Yeah. Yes, back, you could see me making funny we, face. Oh, that's much better. Okay. Back before, you know, ho had different connotations. Yes. Well, it's even funnier now when you say Thundercats, ho, and yeah. Mm-hmm. The kids look at you like, what? What? <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Speaking of, though, um, unless something else calamitous happens in my life, Uh-oh. Um, this Friday should see the premiere of our new Frequent Morning Show, uh, Alpha Geek Radio Fridays, uh, 8 a.m. Mountain, 7 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. Really? Uh, we're trying to fill in the gap that uh, the morning stream leaves every week. Because morning stream runs Monday through Thursday. Oh, Because the guys over there have commitments every Friday that they will not likely be getting out of anytime soon. And everyone is always jonesing for their morning drive time nerdiness. So mm-hmm. we're going to try and fill in the gap there for you. So tune in live Friday mornings for Alpha Geek Radio Fridays. It's a work in progress. Always looking for content. Uh, send information and ideas to Fridays at alphageekradio.com. 
Do it now. Do it now. Actually, wait for the show to end. And then do it now. Do it now. End of Pluggity Plug McPlugster. Totally good with that. Okay, you're freaking looking at... Yes, I am looking at... Fantasizing Yes, I am looking at fantasy football. Why? Because it's important. No, it is not. Yes, it is. I do this every week. That explains a great many things. Yes. Usually you're facing the other direction. I can't see what's on your exactly. <sighs> Among other things that I'm looking at, not porn. I wouldn't uh-huh. do. I wouldn't do that to your poor server. You're lying. Yeah. He's and totally have a gr- lying. and to have a girlfriend, so I don't need it. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. <laughs> In which case, you you, you uh, yeah, I can tell your relationship is still young. <laughs> What? Wow, that actually <laughs> explains a great deal. <laughs> yes, Barry VA, I know. <sighs> Fantasy football is D&D for jocks. But Gwenora... I'm not a jock. He's not a jock. Yeah, but I'm a huge, he doesn't No, qualify. it's not necessarily for jocks. Yes, I agree with what he just said, but it's also a D&D, uh, or a D&D for hardcore sports fans like me. I will never understand. Oh... And then there was a kind of People silence. were asking again about how high my purity score was. I think it was 37 Mongo don't when remember. I took the test. I, I thought it was took it last week. It 31. Was, it might have been 31. Who knows? I might way. still be in my you know, and I was completely my cash. derailed, and I never actually got around to putting out the uh, Skype topic of the week because uh, Gwen basically happened. Um started talking about what he and his lovely girlfriend were up to last night with oh, groups. Oh, yes, yes, with, with Groupons. So yes. go, do the Skype, do the Skype thing. Um, what was it? I've seen. Ah, yes. With the week approaching, which contains Thanksgiving in the U.S., and what is lovingly referred to in retail as Black Friday, because that's when all the retailers traditionally have gone from operating in the red to operating in the black, because insane amounts of people go and oh, buy stuff. Is that why they call it Black Friday? That's why they call it Black Friday. I was not aware of that. Oh, yes. Uh... We wanted to throw out the idea of, in the geek community, what is your, what is the big nerd gift of the year? What are you... Ooh, that's yeah. a good question. What I are you looking forward to? What is released that has you going, ooh, I hope someone gives that to me? Or what have you seen that is the, aha, there's the thing I can just give to everybody so I don't have to think about it? Oh. Well, I got to play with Kindle Fire last night. Yes, we did. We, uh, one of our the people hosting that will the, definitely uh, be coming up in that segment mm-hmm. from a, a talking perspective. Fire! Kindle Fire, it's like Kindle's version of the tablet. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. This is their you their, here for their media episode. tablet. It's their. And but the important thing is, yeah, because Barnes and Noble is coming out with something similar for that the came Nook. out the day after. So the oh, I'm sure Kindle Fire released on the 15th, and the Nook tablet released on the 16th. Go right. figure, and they're both entries into the. Media delivery tablet, so they're not e-ink; they're full color right. screens. Oh yeah, I know they're full color, and screens. they're all about Netflix and Hulu Plus and web browsing and email. They're seven-inch screens, uh-huh. and the Kindle Fire is two hundred bucks, and the Nook tablet is two hundred fifty bucks. So they've Slightly. substantially lowered the bar. Slightly more affordable than an iPad. iPad. So an start. iPad is what ten? Is hmm? 10 inches? Yeah, 10.1 inch. 10.1 inch. Okay, so you're saying 7 inches is $200 and 10.1 inches is $500. That's what you're saying. Uh, the the 10.1 inch starts at $500 and goes up. <laughs> the 7 inch is... I already have a name for Sorry. this show. 
Do go on. This is the sexual innuendo episode. You need See, a raincoat, Gwen? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I might. Frighteningly, we've already used a, t- a title very similar to that. Oh, have we in now? In the history of the show. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> um, uh, oh, Barry tells me I have to pay extra if I want to spend the night. <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> Wow. Terrible, terrible, all terrible, the, terrible, 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 yeah, terrible. Exactly. terrible. All the terrible, books terrible. you read on this tablet have happy ending. <laughs> you get egg roll. <laughs> you get egg roll. Shall we do a... You've been here for hour. You go home <laughs> now. No. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> you go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Louis Anderson. <laughs> no, every, that was... Every person uh, that was John Panette. I'm sorry. You're exactly right. Show. That was John Panette. Yes. No. John that was actually one of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. John Panette is a very funny guy and very big guy. Very large guy, yes. He, he does a routine about when the family goes to the water park and they and they walk up to the top of the giant tube. And he says, it was a medium tube at best. <laughs> Did John get stuck? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you get me before a, a chunky judge. He'll understand. Comedy gold. Kind of uh, got rocketed out of it to, uh, under pressure after blocking it up for a while. And That's pretty funny. Has, has, he does his Oriental, you know, family imitation. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. Jumping <laughs> yeah. it, very funny guy. Pluggy plug, big plugster. Even though you, know, yes. you should be sponsoring us or something, give us money for all these free advertising. Oh, I, I certainly know. agree. All those, all those free. I would have to agree. Oh, bring it on. And we inch closer to. Uh, Okay, Io, why are you face palming? I just, I need to derail It's got to be something in the black void. Is it perhaps something in the black void? No, no, it's fine. Go on. Where, no, where did your brain go? Inching. As we inch closer to. <laughs> As we inch closer to 10. You just, you just keep looking at me the way you're looking at me, and, and we'll inch closer to 10.1. <laughs> this is me. There's the title. 10.1, baby. Yeah. <laughs> And then they have to listen to the episode to understand what the hell yes. about. Ours maybe. goes to 11, says Sean Caster. <laughs> I had the most surreal experience this past week that I think I've ever had involving the internet and memes and such. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Heimlich Maneuvers. No, and I don't want to talk <laughs> okay. about Heimlich Maneuvers. No, and this has to do with, a couple episodes ago, the uh, previous name of uh, Thumbelina, the BBKF. BBKF yes. Yeah. Because that which shall no longer be well, spoken. Our our Elmer, W7GNP, yes. is listening live right now. By the way, is he now? And listened Hi. live last week. So shout out to W7GNP, our favorite land baron, our favorite land baron, and he who rules the, the White Mountains of Arizona from his mighty towers <laughs> with an iron fist, with an iron tower. <laughs> um, no, had was curious. What is and asked me what is this uh, yeah, nick- sh- nickname you've you've given to the young lady? So yes, actually, he is a big fan of the young lady. Yes, mm. and I sent him Hard not to a me. link to Urban Dictionary's definition of BBKF, including and it had the embedded uh, video? video video of nice. the segment from uh, Jay and Silent Bob, and he was scandalized. Was no, he? No, God, no. He was just like, oh, how interesting. And but it's like, I should not be sending this kind of thing to my Elmer. It's no, just, you probably should. It is not. wrong in every universe of all possible universes that could yes, bifurcate from this point forward. Yes. So, um, yes, yes, there are things you never actually expect to be discussing with. 
people of a generation higher than you. And BBKF or, is one of those. Yes. Or, lo- or, or, or lower. You. Yes, one, one or the other. Yes. And, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I had, I had the joy today of freaking out my young niece at... Over uh, breakfast. Which one was this? Her older, well, her older sister just, just, oh, okay. just did a marathon baby. It's the sitting. young goth. Yes. Yeah, the young goth. Um, emo, really. She's not goth. She's emo. Oh, she's totally emo. She's over, she's over the line. But her older sister babysat last uh, night and the night before for us. So right. She, she so we had her over the weekend. Stayed. We had the 16-year-old over the weekend. Yeah. But we met the, their whole family for breakfast, and she's sitting there reading Death Note. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't expecting her forty, soon to be forty-one-year-old uncle to start talking to her about Death Note and in, knowing co- in coherent sentences, coherently, and, and understanding more about the storyline than she does because she's not through it yet. She's not done with it yet, and she's a deer in the headlights. Like, L is my favorite character. So don't get too attached to him. It's like, what? Well, just keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to curse your name when it happens. No, that's just the nature of that series. People die because, well, it's a book. You write people's name in, and then they die. Well, this is it's yeah, kind of but the basis of the series. But yeah, she wasn't expecting to have an, to have an anime and manga fluent uh, relative ever. Yeah, um, <laughs> so that was entertaining. Actually, did you see the uh, first post on our research board? First post, yes. I mean, from just, I just, just in the this week's thread. Yes, it's from Aid. Aid titled. No, 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 you weren't here for that episode. It's oh, pronounced Aid. Aid. Oh, okay, so he's sorry. From, he's from a fuzzy foreign country where they oh, say things Aid. wrong. Aid. 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 He sent us. He actually sent us an MP3. He said, "I say my name is Aid." Oh, what? Oh, that country. Of Possibly. Which, of I which, could be getting it wrong. Of which I'm a big know fan. What freaking accent I'm doing right now. Right. Gotcha. But I think that sounds pretty sexy. Yes, hey, but the baby. first one he has as a pint of day keeps the doctor away. Scientific fact. So. Oh. <laughs> well, Here's looking at you, baby. Oh, All right, we're doing this in front of your microphone. Yeah, here Cheers. There you go. Mm. Um, That's good radio, people. I, yes, it I, is. I am watching, but my camera is not working. I can tell because there's no little oh, green light. We'll fix it over the, uh, has over the break. That's okay. Let's see. Sean Caster's in here. Oh, Ooh, there's, a, there's yeah. an eye light. Ooh, vertigo. Oh, you can see, you can <laughs> Dude, see me? Dude, she's totally moving her camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty yeah. much where it's gone. I actually did that. I was watching... You, you, boot, a YouTube, you, you booted? I, I almost did. I was watching a YouTube video of a guy oh, who was... Oh, she's showing us her alcoholic collection. Ooh, I Ooh. can't miss that. She's that's good. That's good. Oh, wow. across the... Sexy. We need to go visit uh, the continent. Yes, we do. You're, you're in... You're, I can't remember if she's Norway or Denmark. I thought she was Denmark, in which case I've been to Denmark. Pussar, and, damn, what a nice you country. You need to enlighten us and invite us and, um, and pay for us. Come. No, I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> I think to that's the poor probably girl. a little not. That's a bit. I mean, much. There has to be at least one multi-millionaire listener, and all of our listeners out there, amongst all of you, and just pony up, you know, a couple hundred grand to us, so we can oh. travel the world and broadcast you from faraway lands and never have to work again. And she says it's all homebrew meat, and yes, it is Denmark, and no, she won't pay for you. Damn you! And now she's holding up another bottle of homebrew. Homebrew. Well, we're talking about doing a brew day sometime soon, so mead may make it. And I like way. you need to mute your mic ah, on yes. the video wall. Trying to figure out how to do it. You hover over yourself on the screen, and the little microphone appears, and you click on it and say, "Bad microphone, no, no, bad." Okay, I never mind. I'm just. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> in the car. It's fighting me. It's not. It's not what's showing up. I'll be in the car. Just, just 
damn it. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. All right, that cleanly brings us to our first break. Yes. Anyway, the meandering nature of today's show. <laughs> what? Anyway, you are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. All of our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link on our front page. While you're there, click on all of our advertisers because that gives us the monies that pays for the servers that brings you the shows. We shall return right after this musical interlude. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions.
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Dot com. Dot com. Our new segment coming to you from the joy and the pain and the happiness that is our all-volunteer godlike research team, whose research thread can be publicly viewed now on the forums at vtwproductions.com. Just click on the forums button at the top of the page, and you should, for it is awesome. And Aid named our thread this week, as he was quick on the draw, and the name of this week's thread is Squirrels Climbing Golden Leaves Against a Dark Sky. I have no idea where that came from. Oh, But I'm guessing Aid put it up there. Aid. And participating in this week's all-volunteer research thread have been the aforementioned Aid. Oh, look. Gwenora's in there. Yep. Who knew? Oh, no. He actually does work. Aid again. Deus Ex. Actually, the second Aid is MacBit. Really? Uh, or Aid on behalf of MacBit. Yeah, because gotcha. MacBit sent him an email, and that's how he posted it. Awesome. That was the Boba Fett thing that we are going to get into, because that's <laughs> awesome. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes, let, let's do the visual joke on the radio show. No, because... Um, yeah, there we go. Because... Yeah, <laughs> no, right. I was going to say, because Barry will link it in the forum, or in the... And we'll put the, it in the show notes. Yes, and we'll put it in the show notes. And actually... So since, people can see it. Since putting the... Um, Research thread public like this. My show notes have gotten way easier, and now I just say, and here's the link to this week's research thread. Have a nice day. And also contributing fangs with a Z, and that's how you know it is cool. And because he knows I like to say his name, Boba Fetish. Did you get Deus Ex, too? Yes, I got Deus Ex earlier. Before you distracted me with corrections. So why don't you lead with your story of Rainbow Dash and Boba Fett? Oh, okay. All right, so the email goes... It says, Aid says, separate post since this was sent to me from McBit. I have something for the CH research thread. It is purely visual and so not too great for radio, but I thought it was worth submitting if only to hurt Gnome's eyes, which he can complain about over the radio. I hadn't actually read this before. This isn't my work. I just found it and instantly thought of the show. And so what it is, it's off of a deviant art page from a person named Furay, and it is a poster of Boba Fett. Riding Rainbow a, Dash a from full, full size full version. size version a badass version of Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony for the and in the background of it is a rainbow colored mushroom cloud and over the top in large letters is the words Epic Win. If that doesn't hurt your brain describing it, follow the link in the IRC or in the show notes and hurt your brain properly. Yes, and Fure says, Boba Fett of Star Wars riding a badass version of Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony standing on a rainbow mushroom cloud. Mushroom cloud. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what has been seen cannot be unseen. I hate you all. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That needs to go into a screensaver somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, that, that Rainbow Dash there actually mm-hmm. needs to have silver... Hooves dipped in blood. There you go. Oh, that would be work. that would be good. <laughs> Little drips coming down mm-hmm. of the red, <laughs> the deep I, red yeah, blood. Kind of Rainbow that. Dash will eat your soul. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the stuff that I posted really quick. Hit it. I didn't. Well, one will be quicker than the other. Um, the first one was wow. one I found on the Trout Underglo- uh, Underground blog. Thank you, Tom Chandler. Um, he posted a. It's a Vimeo video from NASA of an Earth time-lapse view from space flyovers from the International Space Station. Okay. And it's 
flying over, obviously. I only recognized one. I think I recognized Italy. Or no, Egypt was one, and the Nile Delta, which was actually lit up all in lights. It was really cool. But the other neat thing about it is you could see the northern lights, the Aurora Borealis, and probably the southern yeah. version. And you also get to – there's thunderstorms throughout it, so you could see lightning flashes. And it's five minutes of awesomeness. If you have HD, an HD monitor that is really large like mine – you need to watch it on that because it's visually stunning. I sat there spellbound for five minutes. It was great. Well, and the fact that it's real. Yeah, that was the other <laughs> no. thing. It's great and, and the cool and the cool thing about it's it is that you'll CG. see you'll see parts of the space station, the solar panels right. and stuff coming in in the, the side of the station, and it's it, and there were a lot of comments on the on the thread underneath the video that would yeah I'd make the world's worst astronaut because I'd be sitting there with my nose pressed against the window the entire time mm-hmm. I was up there. Well. Mm-hmm. I've been making a, a very deliberate effort to try and renew my podcast listening because, as all podcasters will tell you, the best way to stop listening to podcasts is to start producing one. Yes. For some reason, there's this law that says you, you must stop consuming if you are producing. So I've been got the mount for the car that lets me mount the um, iPad in the dash right. and can pre-download myself. And I'm learning to pre-download it because I, I hit my data cap this month on T-Mobile oh. and they throttled me to 56 kilobit. Oh, that was painful, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, this is, and this is T-Mobile's unlimited plan. Right. If you slow it to unusable speeds, guys, that's a limitation. Yes. So calling it an unlimited plan is fraudulent. Yes. And somebody needs to work on that. That's called false advertising. But I'm actually. not bitter. No, not you. I have never known Gnome Wise to be bitter ever in not his whole life. I love you. You're pretty. Um, the, the fact that, you know, the fact that someone injected him with a full load of bitterness at the age of, of well, I don't know, 14 doesn't count. Angst. <laughs> no, I mean, he's just gone through his whole life. <laughs> Well, we all have our hot Only buttons. at times. I was venting about stupid people driving on the way when I got over here. Oh, I so. had a 17-year-old try to kill me and my family on Friday morning. And, he thought, awesome. and he thought it was cute. He thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah but that, anyway. That would have been a so, swift punch in the face. One of the podcasts, I've, I've been spending a lot of time over on Frog Pants Network and the Twit Network, which is the This Week in Technology people led by the mighty Leo Laporte, uh, formerly of Tech TV and is now moved on into... Uh, netcasting, and they're really giving it the serious try of we're going to make we're going to do serious netcasting. So they do video live casting, and they also release everything as podcast, video, and audio. So they're covering all the bases, doing a really great job in doing it. And, you know, they're doing it professionally, they're doing it for a living. So they have sponsors, and they're doing it you know as a business. But they also do really nerdy content. So some great stuff over there, such as Ham Nation. Yes. Which is an interesting... You have mentioned this before. Yeah. This, and this is a weird one because you've got these crusty, old, curmudgeonly hams who are... Arr, crust, crust. Arr, well, they're, crust, they're, crust. They're great broadcast personalities, but they're really a contrast to the show they hand off to after them, which is This Week in Google. So it's these old guys handed off, and, and now we're going to give the stream over to the kids. And that's what yeah. they say. It's like, wow. These that's young guys. A, I'm having trouble. My brain cannot resolve. But anyway, on this week, uh, on Ham Nation this week, they're, they're doing Youth Month because Ham Radio has been enjoying an influx of sudden Youngins. new interest uh, with the advent of kind of integrating radio with the Internet. And mm-hmm. suddenly it's interesting again. So they're deliberately kind of focusing on youth, and they had a segment that they played, which was the elementary, uh, middle school, I think it was, 
that had gotten picked to be the one to contact the International Space Station. Nice. So they had all the kids radioing who had all gotten their technician licenses. Nice. Right. And were transmitting their questions up to the station, and then they had the, um, the ham yeah. up there responding to all the questions. about. And he was talking about, you know, what do you do on your days off? And he kind of, kind of said, well, we don't really get days off per se up here. We do have some downtime. And usually we're staring out the window at that time. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> because this is, you know, we're only going to probably get to do this once, twice if we're really, really fortunate. Loved, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a view of Earth that, that very very few very, very few people have ever had. Yes, it is definitely. Which is why I appreciate when people post stuff like this. Uh-huh. Definitely and put it out on the internet. Rare because it's fascinating to watch. I mean, with, with Virgin Galactic coming online, hopefully that kind of you know very low Earth orbit um, travel will become more accessible. Yeah. So I'm hoping this is the beginning. Yeah, because it's certainly on my bucket list. Yeah, it would not be bad you know, to do one of those ju- just you know suborbital flights, but you're still you're outside the atmosphere. Yeah, that I'd have the GoPro HD plastered mm-hmm. to the window, and I'd be like, okay, just I'm just going to run. So this hopefully, the whole that'll time. become a big enough industry where it will become attainable as you know initially as a once in the lifetime thing that you yes. could save towards, but it would be attainable, uh, unlike. You know, it's a millionaires club kind of thing where you, you go over and you give Russia twenty million dollars, and they shoot you in the space. They shoot you up for a little while, and yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not doing that anymore. But um, yeah, that was the only accessible way previously. So the other thing that I stumbled across the same day that I found that video was Mech Warrior, okay, BattleTech, yep, coming an MMO next year. Awesome! I'm so excited about this. We are going to be all over that. I'm. Oh yeah. And I, as I put in the thing, it was a well. The problem, the only issue I have with it is that they're running it on PC only. Hmm. So it looks like I will be building a dedicated PC for that. Not all that hard. I Which just is, registered my pilot name for Mech Warrior oh, Online. Did you really? Yes, I nice. did, and I got my name. I like yes. So um, I will then no longer have a life, and the and, 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 and the girlfriend no will probably life. not be very happy. Kiss Thumbelina before you go. Oh my god! Or roll her a character. Yeah, no, that won't happen. Go oh, be so sure. So yeah, they're going to have all she five. Played of, WoW for five years. All five of they're going to have all five of the great houses. Um, and right now the only mechs that they've talked about having are Atlas's, Hunchbacks, and Jenners. Which that's going to change. They're going to do stuff. So how they're, they're kind of a classic. There's stuff. a lot of things out there that they haven't done yet, like or haven't answered yet. Oh, it's going to be free to play. Um, and the only other thing about it that they've said is that they will have other mechs coming out. They haven't said how they're going to involve integrate the clans into it or anything like that. And there's a lot of rumor flying around on the boards. Um, and I mean, there's some people that would say, "Oh no, free to play is is play to win," and you know, it's only the people who have money get all the good stuff and this that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, that's just why I don't read forums very often. So it's just I, just the concept of it. I'm totally juiced. I'm completely psyched because I played BattleTech a lot when I was in college and played the MechWarrior games. And it's been several years I haven't played in a while. And MechWarrior Four is now at free download, so I'm trying to figure out how I can get it to run on the Mac with VMware and everything else. But yeah, I'm totally stoked about this. I thought I was excited about Warhammer 40K being an MMO until I saw this. I was like, Warhammer 40, what? Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh, I'd much rather play Mech Warrior. So we it's talked uh, previously about your your Mech Assault. Uh, yes, addiction. it's M- MWOMercs.com, and they have 
all kinds of stuff. The only other thing that I've seen that was really interesting was my brother sent this to me. Was they somebody somewhere, and I'll see if I can find it, is tweeting out, um, is doing up to 40 daily tweets about events that happened in World War II. Because World War II started like 70 years ago. So they started it this year, and right now they're on stuff from 1939. But they're sending out tweets of actual events that happened in World War II as they happened. Which, it's kind of a lot to keep track of, but still, it's an awesome concept. And I love it. And I'll try and find the link and post it. Okay. Uh, Looking forward to And with that, I'm done. Well, you're done. You're just going to retire now. I'm spent. And I'm spent. Yep. Twins babble. Talk about my stuff. Basil twins. <laughs> right, let me get back to my correct tab. So here's an interesting one from the research thread. Joss Whedon re- reveals Marvel's strict set of rules for handling Nick Fury on the Avengers, which I found to be an interesting insight into how Who sent us that? Marvel is. I was not paying attention to which link I clicked on there, but you can find it in there. Oh, here it is. Uh, that was Boba Fetish. Mm, Boba Fetish. Um, and, and there's just some interesting behind-the-scenes fun of Joss talking about just working with Marvel and working with the different personalities of different actors. But the bit that I was interested in seeing here was Marvel was not about to mess around with any of its major characters when it came to the massive superhero team-up movie, The Avengers. Especially Nick Fury, says director Joss Whedon. There was zero tolerance for toying with Fury's background. Marvel drew a line in the sand about keeping the head of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s identity and intentions shrouded and a complete mystery. In fact, it was the studio's strictest rule. In a recent interview with Yahoo, Whedon breaks down a lot of behind-the-scenes secrets from the Avengers. For instance, how he found a happy medium with the famously improv-happy Robert Downey Jr. But anyway, I find it interesting that that Marvel would... uh, is. I find it heartening that Marvel is guarding their story so zealously. Um, Because you've seen what can happen with superhero movies kind of playing fast and loose... X-Men Last Stand, um, with their existing storytelling and existing history and how it can turn into complete crap. So having them say, no, you you don't get to rewrite this. You don't get to uh, dramatically reimagine this character in a 21st century. No, uh, you don't. He is who he is, and you get to tell the little piece of the story we're giving you and shut up about everything else or we fire you. Are you listening, Mr. Whedon? Thank you. Did you read the Did you read the first comment on the no, thread afterwards? It, it says, "So you're saying we won't get backstory as to why Nick Fury underwent such a drastic melatonin augmentation." <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, it killed me as soon as I read. I was like, "Oh my god, I got to read this." So, for those of you in the audience who may not be Marvel fans, uh, Nick Fury in his original incarnation was a white boy. Was a white boy, and now he's Samuel L. Jackson. Now he is Samuel L. Jackson, okay, which is funny as hell. Got to admit. Which I didn't, I know, I didn't have a whole lot of buy into that, but even I I went, wait a minute, even, and I don't get into the Avengers, and I'm like off the wall when it comes into a little, I have interesting reading taste when it comes into comic books and stuff like that, and even I went, wait a minute, wasn't Nick Fury a white guy? All right, whatever. It is Samuel L. Jackson, so it was still badass. It was pretty funny. But that was just amusing as the very first comment in the discussion thread was. So you're not allowed to change anything about him except for (laughs) his race. Oh, I thought that was awesome. 
Yes, that was fairly amusing. Okay, so there is one in here that... There's find, a couple of there's a couple really, of those. I find generally speaking people tend to be moderately intelligent. Crowds are somewhat stupid and governments are retarded, asinine. So the EU bans a claim that water can prevent dehydration. No. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, this was awesome. I read that. <laughs> so EU officials concluded that following its 3-year investigation they paid for this. There was no evidence to prove the previously undisputed fact. Producers of bottled water are now forbidden by law from making the claim and will face a two-year jail sentence if they defy the edict, which comes into force in the UK next month. Really? Derp. Yeah. Oh, I, I get. Really? I get two more like that. Actually, one more. Okay, go ahead. Share the share the stupidity. PETA, that should give you a hint right there, mm-hmm. asks Turkey, Texas, there really is a town <coughs> in Texas named yeah. Turkey, to change name to Tofurky. With Thanksgiving just around the corner, PETA couldn't help but run afoul, pun intended, of the town of Turkey, Texas. As a gesture of goodwill toward the Thanksgiving bird, the animal activist group asked the small town of under 500 to change its name to Tofurky, the vegan equivalent of the holiday's traditional main course. Needless to say, the townsfolk, whose forefathers named the town in honor of the wild birds they found roosting there, were not amused. I think it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, said one ruffled resident. We're insulted, said another. We love Turkey, and we're proud of being Turkey. Not to mention the fact that they're all Texans, which that should not have gone over well at all right there. And then the other one was... Oh, no. I'll take this one. Oh, you're going to take... Okay, you yeah, take that one. Because is like a rash over the research fed this week. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is a rash, yes. In, um, I think, Super Mario World 2... Or in many Super Mario games, one of the suits you can get for Mario is the Tanuki suit, which is basically a raccoon skin, which gives him powers. Right. And PETA has taken exception with this because it encourages the killing and skinning of animals. Los Angeles, if PETA has its way, Mario has stolen his last Tanuki skin. The mustachioed plumber is back to wearing a Tanuki, uh, tanuki fur. Tanuki is Japanese word for raccoon dogs. And now Tanuki is uh, now Tanuki is fighting back to reclaim what's in his Super Tanuki skin 2D, a new side-scrolling game from PETA. In the game, which is the center of PETA's new Mario Kills Tanuki campaign, you direct a bloody skinned raccoon dog as he chases a Tanuki fur-suited Mario through a surreal fur farm where raccoon dogs are routinely skinned alive for their fur. Quick reflexes and jumping skills will allow Tanuki to capture Mario and reclaim his skin. It's not a real animal. Once again, even actually, in the, even actually, in the game, actually, Tanukis are real animals. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. The one in, that they're in oh, I know, the, I know. And, 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 and in Super Mario 3D Land, it clearly indicates that the Tanuki suit comes from the leaf of a tree, not an animal. The magical shape-shifting Vroclar version of the animal at that. Yes. So this is not a uh, well, even in the game. It just, it's not it, being presented as an it animal just, skin. It just proves that once again, Peta is not in touch with reality in any way, shape, form. And um, I will tell you, smell. I read the short description um, of some of the video that's embedded in the game. Do not play this 
game. Yeah, I saw some of the other stuff. I will have nightmares if I play this game. Just reading the description is nightmarish. Yeah. And no, I don't own a... uh, I don't own a fur coat. Um, I don't own anything like this. But the reality is that I don't want to see this either. Thanks. But I mean, if you're going to be dedicated to saving animals, dedicate yourself to saving real animals that exist. Well, they, video I, game they, animals I mean, that... they're they're inserting footage of Chinese fur farms. Yes. So they are inserting real footage of real animals being treated horrifically. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Moving on. I am. Um, I'm curious about the robotic ostrich that runs faster than me. <laughs> Read it out. This is uh, Fast Runner will be a fast, efficient, and dynamic bipedal form of. Platform capable of traversing moderately rough terrain as fast as the best human sprinters. Fast Runner will incorporate a novel leg design, which we have already demonstrated with several prototypes. Um, this leg design will enable Fast Runner to achieve unprecedented efficiency and speed while being self-stabilizing. So essentially, this is MIT um, and the Florida Institute for Human and Machine Cognition um, partnering together to create a robot that looks essentially like an ostrich, and it's got the backward knees. Um, no, it doesn't. It has forward knees. Mm-hmm. But its, uh, it's definite, definite configuration is running bird style. Um, and, yeah, looks interesting. So mechanical design, mechanical design. Pretty cool. Skynet. Yeah, yeah. pretty it, much. It will one day be a hunter killer. Uh, it will run faster than a human. So exactly, it would be out. They're one step closer to HKs. It it actually does kind of look like it would. You could arm it pretty readily, like it's yeah. it's, it's Ed two hundred nine. Where's the ammunition? You now have ten seconds to disarm. You now yeah. have five seconds to comply. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. The TARDIS is your refrigerator. <laughs> Bigger on the inside. That would be handy. Yeah, I agree. That would be really Let's handy. See. I don't see how it's going to work. God's own beer fridge. Family named Son Dovakin after Skyrim character get free games. What? The deal was that anyone naming a child born on 11 11 11, the release date of the game, this is uh, the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, Skyrim yep. as Dovakin would get free Bethesda games for the rest of his life, accepting the challenger parents Megan and Eric Kellermeyer, who, who, according to the official Bethesda blog, delivered young Dovakin last Friday at 6.08 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. In Dovakin. The game, do, is, is the, uh, na- in name. the name. Yes, Dovakin Kellermeyer. Uh, yeah. That's a lot of symbols. Oh, it says on the uh, on the blog today. We congratulate proud parents Megan and Ella Kellermeyer for completing the quest. As noted <laughs> in their web comic site and document shares with us, Megan gave birth to Dovakin Tom, uh, Dovakin Tom Kellermeyer last Friday. The kid's going to be known as Tom. Last Friday at six oh eight p.m. PST. Be afraid. The kid's going to get to be an angstrom teenager and look at his parents and go, "Why the f did you name me that?" <laughs> we got games. You're so capitalistic. No, really. Yeah. Ooh, look, dead baby wakes up in casket during funeral. Yeah, how Thanks, horrifying no, is this? No, no, <laughs> no, don't go there. Don't read it. Uh, what? I want no details. I'll give it's, you one detail. There aren't, there it's aren't, fictitious. I, I there aren't any details. And the, the one detail is that the baby's okay. Yes. 
Newborn girl declared dead by Mexi- doctors in Mexico surprised mourners when she came to ba- back to life inside her coffin. And I've had I've read other stories of, of this the one fairly recently where now this is something for Snopes dot com for sure. Yeah, but, but I've, I read one from a reliable source that they had delivered a baby early, and yeah, that they, they had, did say it was premature. Yeah, and mm-hmm. had you know tried everything they knew how to try, and basically given the mother time to say goodbye to the baby, and basically laid it on her chest, and she stayed with the baby for about two hours. And two hours into being dead, the baby started to move mm-hmm. and was actually alive and is now completely fine and yeah. developing normally. Yeah. Stop. This is the meh. This is the nightmares that I have, right? Oh. Oh, I have okay. I have nightmares of both <laughs> myself and yeah. both myself and people that I love being declared dead and and then we get our organs harvested mm. or we get buried alive so let's just you know these are nightmare scenarios that you that show up in horror movies for a reason yes, yes. so thanks anyway so but on no, that upbeat yes. note stop, let's go stop, to our stop, break stop 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 <laughs> uh, we have coming up in this next segment here this week's episode of Northrend News from the amazing and incredible Amelia Overbay Day okay. this is episode number 73 Occupy Pilgrim's Bounty. Yes, I did say occupy. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We shall return right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Welcome to Northrend News. A proud partner of Casually Hardcore on btwproductions.com. In today's top story, Pilgrim's Bounty is in season, but not all of Azeroth is raising a toast or carving a turkey to celebrate. In fact, as the holiday cooking, feasting, and sharing gets underway, a group of Azeroth's dearly departed are coming together to protest what they call the discrimination of the holiday. Brains! It's all about the brains. That's what holiday protest spoke school Maggot Lurker says. For the past three years, Pilgrim's Bounty has offered cranberries, stuffing, breads, and meats, a cornucopia of delights for Azeroth's living residents. But absolutely no attention has been paid to the world's undead. It started off innocently enough, says Death Knight and Chef Trixie Bloodcurdle. The living wanted a gastronomic holiday to celebrate the turning of the seasons, the harvest, and the bounty of nature. But after a few years, we were hoping the holiday would grow more inclusive. It's a bitter disappointment, 
Says Benji Goulslaber, president of the Acaris Decorating Committee. After all the knights of the Ebon Blade and their ghoul minions stood to challenge the Scourge and defeat Arthas, you'd think the undead would be welcomed into Horde and Alliance society and given a chance to integrate, but that hasn't been the case. Instead, say analysts at the Ice Crown Center for Trade and Commerce, undead unemployment is at record highs, and the few jobs open for most undead are unskilled labor or dungeon security for low-level adventurers. Faced with dwindling options and mounting bills, the former servants of the Lich King are looking for any way to put food on the table, and have set their sights on Azeroth's latest holiday. They call it OPB, Occupy Pilgrim's Bounty. As the living residents of Azeroth take up their forks and plates to participate in the most gastronomically focused holiday of the year, death knights, ghouls, liches, and necromancers across Azeroth are sitting down at Pilgrim's Bounty tables and not getting up again. If we can't have good food this holiday, no one can says self-appointed Lich Harvest Queen, Aurora Blacksheaf. Until the Azeroth Holiday Commission starts making Pilgrim's Bounty Meals the undead can eat, we're staying here. And just what is an undead-appropriate meal? Trixie Bloodcurdle says that a list of easy-to-prepare, undead-friendly foods has already been sent to Holiday Commission offices. Her proposed holiday menu includes fried brains, pickled entrails, candied lich bloom, and maggot surprise, all of which can be made with simple ingredients found around Northrend and the Eastern Plaguelands. So far, only time will tell if Occupy Pilgrim's Bounty is successful. Blizzard customer service departments have been swamped with complaints from angry adventurers who say the undead are sitting in their seats and making it impossible to complete their holiday achievements. But so far, a formal response to the undead protests has yet to be made. Northrend News will be following the events of Pilgrim's Bounty and OPB throughout the week, right after we track down those elusive wild turkeys. From the glaciers of Northrend to the mists of Pandaria, this is Northrend News. You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. VTW Productions. Dot com. And in preparation for the call in topic. So we've got uh, the hardcore Christmas buying season is pretty much on us, and people had emailed and said in the chat they were interested in our uh, reaction to the Kindle Fire, which we got a chance to play with a bit last night, first hands-on experience. Uh, for me, it was exactly what I was expecting in the new category of tablet, which is not trying to be the iPad. Mm-hmm. And in all the reviews I've read, the reviewers, I think, have missed the point because they were uniformly comparing it to the iPad and saying it's not as good as the iPad. Right. The page turns are laggy compared to the iPad. The screen is small compared to the iPad. The processor is slower compared to the iPad. They're not trying to be the iPad, guys. Yeah. The Android tablet manufacturers have already tried to be the iPad. So and the, failed. The Motorola Zoom, the various Asus Transformers... 
all there's lots of different ones that have tried to take on the iPad head-on, and none of them have gotten a foothold. And I think Amazon is taking a very intelligent, different tack, which is, okay, we're not going to try to be the iPad. We're going to be the iPad for people who can't afford or don't want to drop 500 minimum on an iPad, but still want to do their email, web browsing, and Netflixing, and, oh, you know, Google Prime... Uh, Video streaming and, uh, and it's Amazon a, Music, uh, and it's in a slightly smaller package. Yeah, and it's it's in the seven inch package. Yeah, well, I you know, so we I, we played last night. One of the things that I was worried about was uh, picture quality, screen quality. Right. I was worried about uh, the touch interface and how you know organized that would be. They have stuck their their UI is constructed similarly to the Kindle. It's um, uh, and cover flow is the idea, right? And so you do get a you do get a, a UI that you're that's relatively intuitive. Um, it was heavier than I expected it to be for its size. Not thicker, not larger, but dense, but denser than I expected it to be, um, which was fine. But I was used to when I think of Kindle. I think of this really light, airy, right, the, original, the Kindle. original Kindle that I have. And so this one had a lot more density to it. And it was really quick. It was really responsive. It um, was absolutely something that I would use in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, for for m- And for a media tablet and for the uses that it had. So, and also you know, it has the Amazon Empire backing it up. Books and music and, they have and their, they have their TV shows and, yep. They have the Amazon Prime streaming. They have the Amazon On Demand streaming. All beautifully supported by the device right out of the box. Right. So I think they're the only real challenger to Apple because they're the only one to come to the table with the infrastructure behind it. Because what part of what makes the iPad so strong is its tight integration with the iTunes ecosystem. Where they already had all the downloadable TV shows, they already had all the downloadable movies and music, and even improved more with the advent of iCloud. And Amazon can offer that similar kind of, okay, we have the delivery device, oh, and we also have something to deliver, and the added whammy of great reputation, uh, well-founded reputation with the previous Kindle devices, and the magic $200 price point. I mean, the, the day tablets will truly take off right. and become everywhere will be when they reach the $99.99. But right. $199.99 is still a pretty significant milestone of exactly. a completely acceptably performing, well, apparently, now long-term we'll tell what the quality of this thing is, but it certainly appears to be durably made. Um, it's. I have played... With the early generation seven inch uh, Android tablets from Bob's computer company somewhere on the Asian subcontinent, yeah, you know the one hundred and eighty to two hundred and fifty dollar things that came out, and they were uniformly horrid, horrid, yes. And they used they used the resistive touchscreen, so you had to have a stylus, Stylus. yeah, and they were slow and laggy. This one is none of those things. It is capacitive touchscreen, good quality glass. It's, it's the Gorilla Glass, as I recall, which is the extremely mm-hmm. durable corning where you can fend off an attacker with it type nice. glass. And it is absolutely not the iPad. Mm-hmm. It has no cameras. 
It has a less robust browser, though they do with their interesting thing they're doing with their, their browser is its default configuration is to use a system called Silk, where it is passed through the Amazon servers for optimization. And if you don't mind that weirdness of having this middleman between you and the outside world, greatly optimizes the speed of web browsing um, on the device, which is interesting. You can turn it off, which was an important question, because people are like, hey, no, privacy issues, I'd rather not you be my middleman. <clears throat> and so they're approaching it very interestingly. They're definitely, you know, this is a cloud access device in many ways. Right. And if you are deeply invested in the Amazon services already, this is a no-brainer for you. Um, it's a piece of cake. And this hopefully will suck people into the Amazon infrastructure, which is probably their hope, because they're not making any money on these things. They are losing money on every one of them, and... They are hoping to have it just be one more thing that improves the popularity of their service offerings even more. Well, and the reality is that you can you can take the, the Kindle Fire and transfer your entire Kindle library. So if you've already got a Kindle, it's totally seamless. All of your books are already there. Yes, you are, you know, completely connected to Amazon and you have to make sure that you don't tick off Amazon, but we've kind of lived in that world for years now. Mm -hmm. I'm actually discussing how am I going to, you know, decide and get rid of a good portion of my print books because I don't want them anymore. Mm -hmm. They take up space. They take mm -hmm. up space. They clog and create a lot of dust and catch a lot of dust and I can make more room in my house without them. See, the only problem that I have, and I'm looking at this from the opposite point of view in terms of I have a nook. And so I mm -hmm. deal with the whole Barnes & Noble system. Well, strangely, the day after oh, the I know tablet release. Yeah, they have theirs coming out too. But to specifically address what, what Io was just talking about is I have found a lot of the books that I like to read, they don't have electronic versions of. Mm -hmm. Because I read a lot of... Science fiction, hard science mm -hmm. fiction, particularly military science fiction. Um, I le read a lot of David Weber, a lot of David Drake, um, all kinds of stuff. And I cannot find these books. So I still go into my local Barnes Noble, mm -hmm. number one, because I love bookstores, but because I can't, I can't find that stuff. So I, I, there's a certain point at which I have to look at these things and go, okay, if I can buy a book right. on the nook... Right. I will buy it on the Nook. But if I can't buy it on the Nook and I want to read it, I still have to buy the print copy, in which case, I, right. me being me, I like to hang on to it because I'm not a library book kind of person. Right. I am. I which am my mother way. is, and she has the Nook color, and she likes it very much because the local public library where she lives, you can download ebooks from the library. So she'll right. check them out and download them onto her Nook. It was, believe me, it and was. And you have them for two weeks and yeah, then Yeah, she expires. has them for two weeks and then it expires. And, mm -hmm. you, know, you can re-download them can if put, you want. She yeah. puts herself on waiting lists. And, you know, it took us a while to figure out how to do it. And she actually had to go in to the library finally after she and I beat our head against that wall, particular wall for a while. And and I know Kindle's now doing that as well. Mm -hmm. they, they can lend as to each other. You can lend to each yeah, other. And yeah, and I can do that with I can do that with the Nook. But I, my mother now told me because that was one of the big attractions for her with the Nook was that she could get ebooks from the local public library. Kindle's now doing the same thing. I've heard. Mm -hmm. mm. Now the other interesting well, twist to the Nook with their offering of the Nook tablet, which is fifty dollars more. Right. So two forty nine ninety nine. Better processor. It has a removable RAM card slot. A few other uh, benefits to it. But their big deal is also you can go to a Barnes & Noble store 
and try before you buy. Yes. You have people who hope And that's what I like about it. Cause but while you're standing in the store, any book is available to you. Oh, nice. And you, So you can sit in the store, read it on the Nook, sample it. Yes. And it's a, their entire offering geographically while you're in the store. Oh, yeah. And then if you I can do that leave, with I can do that with my Nook now. Yeah. Which is a really cool feature. I don't use it very often, but it is. But you can get, get started and say, okay, I, I, I like this book and I'm going to buy it. Yes. They do that even if you're not in the store because I can do it with my Wi-Fi at home where they can say download free sample. And I can download a free sample of the book. and they'll oh, that's give you the, the Kindle has that too. Yeah, give you like the first chapter a lot or whatever. Of them have, and, a lot of them ooh, have hey, try I do like sample. This. Yeah. And you can try it um, and it'll give you the Because the thing I like about the Nook, like and I've, I've got the, an original Nook, is now they have a Nook that's all touch. Mm-hmm. It's got the ebook. The e the ink screen, but it's all touch based. It's and it's actually the screen is the same size, but the actual look itself is a little bit smaller. It's a little bit thinner. It's a little bit lighter. And I'm kind of like, damn it, there's nothing wrong with my nook. And I really like this thing, but I can't justify spending the money to get the new one. And then I'd be like, all right, now what am I going to do with my old one? Probably deactivate it and sell it would be the smart thing to do. And right. Go from there or find somebody who wanted it and say, here, I have a Christmas present or a birthday present or something like that. So, Well, I would say that, that um, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I am uh, broadly a user in terms of looking at the, the Kindle Fire. And I would be interested in it from the media tablet perspective. Not from it's not a work device, it's not a laptop replacement, it's not a it's just a media tablet. See, the way I look at those things so. is, is that is an entertaining myself while traveling device. I, you know, I use That's my... the way I look at it. But I've also turned the iPhone pretty much into that. I'm not going to be watching movies on it. That's what my laptop is for, yeah. the way I look at it. But I, I may end up buying a, an iPad at some point. I will say that I use my iPad. Um, I use the notes feature, and I use iAnnotate to annotate PDFs, and I use it for work in that way. See, that's the so thing. So I actually I, do I have, more for work yeah, with my iPad. I have, it's not just a media tablet. For me, it would be a media tablet because it would, it's, I don't use it at all for work. Um, if I wanted to use it for work, my argument would be you can give me one. I'm not going to pay for one. Um, but then I, at the same time, I'm not going to want to deal with all the restrictions about, well, you can only put these apps on it. No, no, that's okay. So for the the person, the listener who wrote in and wanted to know what we think of the Kindle Fire, what I will say is for what it is, it was really nice. Yeah. The the I mean I only played with it for maybe fifteen minutes, but enough to play with all the buttons to see where it turns on, how it unlocks, how the screen works, how sensitive the screen is to multi-touch, a bunch of things. So, yeah. And thanks to good timing and local retail, I have secured one, and Nemesis will be receiving it for as his major Christmas gift because I'm, yes. I'm convinced enough to... I'm curious. I'm, I am going to unbox it secretly. And, oh, uh, we're both going to play with it before. Well, play Christmas. with it, but also I'm very interested in, to, in the extent of the parental controls. Yes, and that is something that we did not get to play with last Want night. Want to see if there's, you know, we can make him a sub-account of our Amazon accounts and not allow him to purchase without parental interference, not, you know, just restrict him from just browsing the web on it. Because he is a very quick study and is, he will be on the internet in a heartbeat. Yes. And, yes, he will be wandering to, the dark alleys of the internet. I don't want to be explaining Red Tube to my nine-year-old son. <laughs> so parental controls are going to be a very big deal for me. Believe me, he was doing video searches on Angry Birds, mm-hmm. and some of the videos he came up with, I didn't know he was doing it until he came in and said, Mom, watch this video. Mm-hmm. 
and played the video for me. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he'd been doing video searches on my iPad. And that was the day the parental controls got turned on. And it was just like, oh, God. I didn't tell you you could go search the Internet. I'm just looking for videos. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Awesome. (laughs) Not so much, actually. (laughs) More sort of, I was expecting to hit this quite this early, but hey, it is good. It's good to know that he has an aptitude in this area, so we know to protect against it. Um, Because in my job in, in RL, I am... IT support guy, and I've been called upon a few times to assist parents in the monitoring of their teenage children's internet activities. Um, yeah. Be afraid. <laughs> Be very afraid. Um, and only one session of such monitoring resulted in a divorce. Um, so th- that's probably my least favorite part of do- doing that kind of IT Really? Work. Oh, yes. It's like your email server, you're allowed to... Put whatever software you want on it, sir. I'm, I do as you say. I, makes me all creepy, but... Wow. Yeah. Well, I kind of live in the land of when they live in my house under the age of 18, they don't have as much of a right to privacy. Mm-hmm. No. As once and they are over 18 and, and not living under my roof. And that's actually been proven in the courts. My right to protect my child from yes. what, I right. know, what I know is out there on, on the, the internet, internet trumps his right, to privacy. his right to privacy as a minor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm not, I, I, am, I am absolutely willing to go there with the, I am going to restrict your access and I am going to monitor your access. And by the way, I think that applies to things like Facebook too. I think, oh, parents, oh, I think parents have every right to monitor their children's activity on Facebook. I've already decided. To I've know already, what they've said and what they've I posted. Think I've already decided that if I have kids, they will not have internet access for the most part. Well, it'll be very tightly controlled because it is handy for doing some things for doing papers for school and research <laughs> and stuff like that. But it will be very tightly Supervised. controlled. But it's a paper on breast cancer, Dad. Okay, so breast cancer. <laughs> that's fine. I had to type breast into my internet browser. Okay. And then big breast because that's where the big tumors grow. Yeah, right. And that's when the kid gets taken out behind the woods. And then knocking hooters is is just, you know, the yeah. the, the common <laughs> slang term. Refer to the previously mentioned woodshed comment. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a perfect answer because I'm obviously not a parent, but it'll be one of those things that I figure out as I'm going through it. Sometimes I'll be right. Sometimes I'll be very, very wrong. Barry VA, don't do that. What's Barry VA doing? He Googles breast cancer. (laughs) He's an adult. He's allowed to do that. But yeah, no TVs. His beard is a minor. No TVs, and yeah, I don't, I don't see the need for my kids to have cell phones either. That's another one where I don't get it. Yeah, the whole. There's a ten-year-old running around with a cell phone. It's like, okay, I understand if it's one of those cell phones that you can dial three numbers on, Mm -hmm. mom, dad, and nine one one. Yeah, that's different. I'm okay with this until they meet the kid who's like, hey, I can crack that. Uh huh. In which case, I'd beat that kid senseless, even if he's not mine. <laughs> and repeat after me. I don't recall, Your Honor. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea what you're talking about, Your Honor. Um, I was in fear for my life, Your Honor. Yeah, exactly. Those are the important words, oh, I'm told. Believe me, I know that. When the officer shows up and says, and I was afraid for my life before I acted. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
okay, that paints it in a slightly different yes. light. But I digress. I'm sorry, is that my out loud voice? We yes, all it have was. those out loud out loud moments. So None left says your right to privacy goes from the back of your mind to the first search engine you find. <laughs> yeah, and right to right. privacy is spelled R I T E. Mm-hmm. And all I can think to myself is we're performing the right. Yours. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's a right of privacy. In the name of the R-I-T. Jobs and the Waz and the Google and the eBay, <laughs> 4chan. <laughs> what? Um. Why you know? Anyway, moving right along, we have ourselves a break. The final break of the show, after which we'll be taking your call, so warm up your copies of Skype. We want to hear from you. What's the big nerd gift of the year, or what are you most looking forward to Shopping for for others or receiving as a gift this holiday season for whatever holiday you may celebrate that involves the giving and receiving of gifts. Yes, I'm one of those lucky kids that has a birthday in the month of December, so always got the here's your combined, but not not as good as two separate gifts, gifts. Christmas and, yeah. Yeah, Christmas and And birthday. And yours is in the beginning of the month, too. See, that's totally cheesy. It's in December. They cheated, yes. It's in December. That's all the excuse people need. That's cheating hard. It is indeed. So, we are going to give you a little music to listen to, and then we shall return for Skyping of you all. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, getting our geek on every Sunday, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We'll be right back. After this, uh, this is Turf Surf from the incredible podcast of amazing awesomeness, and you're listening to Versus of the World Radio. This is a very important song to me. I hope it's very soon a very important song to you too. Here we go. Oh, wow. That's where we are. Now follow along. Monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, duck, monkey, duck, chicken, duck, monkey, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, duck, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, duck, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck. Chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck. Duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken. Duck, duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck. Chicken, 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 monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, 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 goose. Well, here we are again. It's always such a pleasure. Remember when you tried to kill me twice? And how we laughed and laughed. Except I wasn't laughing. Under the circumstances, I'd been shot. Freedom, take it 
maybe not quite as happy. Now little Carolyn is in here too. Today woke me up so I could live forever. Such a shame the same will never happen to you. You've got your short side blood That's what Did you think I meant you? It would be funny if it weren't so sad. You have been replaced. I don't need anyone now. If I delete you, maybe I'll stop feeling so bad. Go make some new disaster. That's what counting Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Dot com. Dot com. Anyway, we would like you to Skype us now. The Skype name is VTW Shows, and you can find it on the front page of VTWProductions.com. In the lower right-hand corner, it should say, I'm online. And if you have Skype properly installed on your machine, simply clicking on that link We'll dial you in via the miracle of the tubes. And we want to hear what your nerd gifts are this year. What do you want to get? What are you looking forward to give? What do you think is going to be the hot geek, probably tech-related, but not necessarily tech-related, uh, for 2011 holiday season? Now, also, we had I tried to get it in there in time, but I did receive a uh, drop-in slash small sound file from another Todd. Um, after listening to your latest show, I thought this sound clip would be perfect for your show and hope you like it. That from another Todd. So when we go out of this segment, you'll hear it played. So I was not able to get it into the drop-in panel in time. So enjoy that. Thank you, other Todd. And we have a call coming in. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Who's calling? Deus Ex. Deus. How you doing? Hi, I'm fine. So what is your reaction to our call for what's the nerd gift for you this year? What do you think is going to be the hot thing? What do you got? I'm hoping for a copy of Saints Row the Third. Ah, I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. I've seen the commercials for that. I heard good things. What? uh, Now, I'm assuming you've played previous Saints Row ah, iterations. Yes, I've played both Saints Row 1 and 2. And this is a... Grand Theft Auto-style sandbox game is my impression. Is that correct? <coughs> yes, that's right. And what, what sets it apart in your mind as the, the one that you are interested in continuing to play? It, Saints Row is better in my mind because it's just so more silly. I don't like the serious... I don't like how it's turned more to the seriousness in Grand Theft Auto anyway. So you just like the fact that this one is 
it's kind of like the B movie version. It, it is silly and it knows it's silly and it does it well. Yes, I think that uh, Todd and Ken put it best where they said the design document was just F it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that reminds me of an interview I saw with Jim Carrey when he was talking about the Ace Ventura movies. And one of the questions from the audience came up as, you know, what was your preparation for each scene? He says, usually I was uh, either uh, talking to the director and saying, are you sure? And because basically saying, <laughs> are you sure you want me to do that? Because, you know, once it's on film, there's no taking that back. And the rest of his time was spent saying, it's over. We should <laughs> enjoy this movie because we're never going to get another one because it's over. And yeah. instead, it turned into this galactic empire. Well, of and he was talking about modeling his movements after, after a bird. bird. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he had the pecking. But the, the whole, the whole same on, kind yeah. of effort mentality of we're going for it. Just screw it. We're going to do it. And Here it comes. So awesome. So you're looking forward to receiving goodness in the game realm of things rather than necessarily a new piece of technology. What is your uh, gaming console or your gaming machine of choice? PC. All the way. Power brother. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> not, not to start a religious war. Hey. Even, even though he has Macs all over his house. It's not so much. And an Mac. iPad. When you say, and, PC, when you you say PC, it's generally, is it a computer or is it a dedicated a console? console? Yeah, that's the game. way. I uh, the, despite okay. the stink eye I was giving you, I got that. That's what I was I was looking. Was I said. was went down the PC versus Mac no, road because I, no. I don't even, like, I don't consider consoles really... I just don't. I haven't. I'm and neither do PC, PC gamers. You know? Yes. But I digress. Thank you for the call, Davis. Uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Hey, I actually so, gave him a bye that time. See, it must be the holiday spirit. It must be. Oh, you, you let him actually bid farewell? Yeah. Yeah. What? Who's next? Uh, there is no next yet because <gasps> no we next. only just hung up with you. Time for our voices to so, go out through the tubes and say, it's time for the next person again, to call in. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Uh, Gwen, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want for Christmas. Let me pull out the list. Oh, dear. He has a list. Ladies On and my iPhone, no less. Thank He's you. not kidding. Oh, so you're not like putting together your Amazon wish list? Have you guys not made really. those? That's interesting. No. No. Interesting concept. No, no, because most of the stuff that I want, I should say all of the stuff that I want is not available on Amazon. Ah. I, I like the fact that you can actually, well, you can link things that aren't on Amazon to your Amazon wish list. That's a good design. No, I don't need to go to Amazon because so. I have everything I need right here. And what does your notepad say? Um, it says a, a trigger for my Ruger 1022. Because that's how he rolls. Because that's how I roll. Um, uh, Gun geek. A loop fly rail. Fishing geek. Yep. Um, fly fishing geek. A pair of slippers. Old man geek. Old man geek. No, because I'm very specific about the slippers I want, uh-huh. and I haven't seen anything that I like yet. Um, a so, pair of a pair of wet wading boots from Orvis. Yeah, more fishing geek, and uh, I need boxer shorts. See, and this is a man who's actually you. Normally, you you receive underwear like from your parents on Christmas. Like, oh, thanks, and you've put it on your damn. List. I've already been told I'm getting boxer briefs. Oh, sexy! Because someone thinks they're sexy. Gee, I wonder, Tomolina, who that yeah, could possibly exactly. have been. So, yeah. That's all I've got in my career. I don't really want a whole lot. For There's me. the title for the episode. Thumbelina likes boxer briefs. <laughs> there we go. I see it now. I, no, 10.1, yeah, dot, 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 Thumbelina likes, likes boxer, boxer briefs. briefs. You, you're <laughs> there in, you go. Yeah. <laughs>
It's all coming together, people. Honey, uh, you should probably come in here and defend yourself. So don't defend her, Honor. She's okay. She's, um, in the, she's on the, uh, in the other room with your daughter. Bear that in mind. Shaping her young mind. Exactly. Thank you very much. I was, I was shaping my 16-year-old niece's mind as best as possible this weekend. Be afraid. Yeah, Be it was fun. Be very afraid. Though I um, rather liked. So yeah, that's what I want oh, for Christmas. Oh my God! So Barry like... just lip just. Oh, Freudian just slippers! Freudian I have to look. Slippers. I have to yes. look at these. Ah, that's awesome. Freudian slippers. I'm probably should be very afraid. Oh, that is awesome. Nice. They're actually Sigmund Freud. That's awesome. No, I I refuse. That is outstanding. Did you look over my Freudian over shoulder to I see refuse it? Yeah, he believed that those exist. He's looking that at my un- awesome. uncommongoods.com. Freudian slippers. My brain hurts. Oh, they have an adult monk, a sock monkey slippers. So, oh, these are even better. Iolite was giving our young niece. Ooh, we have to bookmark this. Her second gen Kindle as a loan <laughs> as she was leaving today because there were a few books that she had started to read while she was here for her marathon babysitting that she wanted to finish. And Iolite had to edit all the downloads that were on the device to omit certain titles and then forbid her to browse and download and I know every time something is downloaded to my device don't think I won't uh, before letting it pass out of her control and leave the building she wanted to finish uh, two books in a series in the Patricia Briggs um, Mer- uh, Mercedes Thompson yeah, Mercy Thompson yep. Mercy Thompson series. good series go read it and it was really it is a really good series um, and so she had missed the last two books because they were on my Kindle rather than me buying them hard copy. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, there is a whole bunch on there that it's like, no, a 16-year-old cannot read... Girl porn. Romance novels, which girl is porn. what I, I call it, girl porn. No, you call um, it romance novels. I call it what no, it is. No, I call it girl porn, too. But the reality is that a 16-year-old cannot read... Should not read. My romance novels. <laughs> Which is advanced technique romance novel that you you build to. It's like it's like reading. Oh, I don't know if anyone's going to. It's it. reading like reading Laurel Hamilton from the beginning. Right. The. Um, it's quite fine all the way up through book six. Right, and, and then then it, then it goes it somewhere. Yeah, and never comes back. Yes, there's actually a great Penny Arcade uh, cartoon where Tycho is shopping in his local bookstore. And saying, I don't understand what's what's up with this series here. And the guy behind the counter is like, "Oh, it's your pretty standard, you know, vampire werewolf novel." Until about book seven, then there's like lycanthrope sex like crazy, and the last panel is just Tycho carrying a huge stack of novels towards the register. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy. And it's also true. But yeah, she goes off the rails in a. Big way. So yeah, that, that's a good analogy for easing your way into air quotes romance novels. So yeah, I was just one of those moments where I was like, "No, you don't think from my archives." <laughs> you were so emphatic, about it. And, and I will know if you have downloaded anything to this Kindle. Don't think I won't. It's like, damn, I should be perusing more closely. Apparently, uh, apparently. Well, on I how had... to spike my discount. <laughs> I yes. had to uh, stick your stick your dismount. dismount. I'm standing by what I said. <laughs> so, if, if um, what I suspect is true about the kinds of titles we're talking about here, so, so, the sounds the sounds you hear next are Gwen putting on his raincoat. 
Brace so, yourselves. Yeah, I had <laughs> left. I, I left like I left like thirty books on the Kindle, and they were all good and clear for her to read, no problem. There are murder mysteries and sci-fi and all kinds of stuff, but there were just there were three or four that was like alley. no, you just yes. can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh what's the alley you go Diagon Diagon alley. Well there's Diagon, Diagon alley, alley, but then there's the Nocturne other one, Nocturne Alley. Nocturne alley. Yes. You don't want yes. to turn off onto Nocturne Alley by accident when you're sixteen. All right, so I stealthily uh, added a uh, caller to our <gasps> mix here when you guys weren't we looking. Have a caller. Welcome to it? Casually Hardcore. Who's on the air? I like how she referred to them as my romance books. Uh-huh. She's so possessive of them. Yes, like, very much so. She is. <laughs> my precious. Leave us. Bless us and bless us, my precious. Leave us alone. No. She can't partake in my fantasies. No. It, it's not that. It's they were that, written for me and be it, alone. It's that, it's that when how I it was, sounded. was 16, I, you know, I was reading a different type of romance novel than I'm reading at 41. Read the torn bodice novel instead of the <laughs> odd numbers. Instead of the lycanthrope really sex novel. Go there? <laughs> instead of the lycanthrope sex novel is what bit. you're <laughs> and the and, oh, no. and the odd numbers are participants, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. For those of you who are playing the home game, um, uh, Barry Von Awesome has joined us on the air via the Miracle yes. Skype. Hey, so, Reginald, how you doing? Barry, what uh, do you want for Christmas in the in the tech or nerd or geek realm? I am and don't say myself, you want your very own geek. <laughs> lovely. I am buying myself a new computer this Christmas. That's and? Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm saving up. I'm, and I'm scene and the and description. Exactly. Yeah. Normally, when people say they're they're buying themselves a new computer, they are doing the um, whole list of, and it'll have this, and it'll no, have this. He's and getting. It'll have this, he's getting a twenty-one this. inch well, see, I'm i7. I'm going to do that, yeah. but when I build a PC, but I still have to wait for the specs to come out for, so I know exactly what I need and what I can get away with. Mm-hmm. Or what I need to exceed, let's put it that way. He is joining the Cult of Steve. Oh, good for you. Oh, I'm already a member of the Cult of Steve. I'm just upgrading. Mm-hmm. Upgrading <laughs> is always good. Yes. Get yourself even further he's, into he's the Cult of Steve. He's being promoted into the cult. He'll be like... It's like Scientology. He's bought the next yeah. round of tapes. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's right. And now I've, he'll I've, be an Omega level or something like that. I've already begun preparing, too, because last night I... Um, Light the candles, a, burn the no, incense, purify, no, it, purify, purge. It's not quite that uh, <laughs> ceremonial. Um, my right. new computer will have a larger monitor, so my TV, which is directly behind my monitor, I actually uh, went to the effort last night of raising it up higher because my new monitor will be bigger so I can see the TV over the top of it. So what you're I've saying is you are a mindless slave to media. Uh, yeah, I like watching Netflix while I'm on my computer. Instruct me, almighty oh gods of the internet. <laughs> yes, they all must die. It is meet and right that you say so, master. It's all part of that right to privacy, right? I am... Yeah, yeah you, should, Dude, that, you should definitely keep that private. You're right. Dude, seriously, don't get him started. Why? <laughs> Reference the earlier oh, no. bitter comments from your wife. A little bit. <laughs> Just a tiny Just bit. Just a touch. No, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, of bitterness there. There's much to be bitter about. Bitter. Thank you for the link to the Freudian slippers. That was very funny. That wow. was awesome. I also yeah. found down there a mug that has the Bill of Rights printed on it. Okay. And as you fill it with hot liquid, it disappears. 
Okay. <laughs> it's your di- it's the disappearing civil liberties. Uh-huh. And as it cools off or you drink it, they come back. Oddly enough, it was made in China, which I found del- deliciously ironic. Yes. Which I thought was very funny. They also do the same thing, a global warming mug that does the exact same thing. The more you warm it up, the, the more, more, the more the everything disappears. Yeah. Yes, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, okay, I like this website. <laughs> I need to... De- Common, uncommon goods. Yes, yes. uncommon goods. That bookmark this page. It was very funny. Yeah, I I just Googled Freudian slippers because I caught them somewhere. Someone referenced them on some website I saw the other day. Well, and unfortunately, they're discontinued. Oh, they're really? Not, they're not going to carry them anymore. Yeah, and I looked at the sizes, and the only sizes they have left are much too large for my little tiny feet. So, But they had some other stuff on there. They had sushi slippers. You do have Muppet feet. I do. Yes, I do. You're very strange. I inherited them from my mother. Wait. I'm not touching that. But I never have a problem finding shoes because Wait, seven Muppet, and a- Muppet feet or Hobbit feet? Hobbit feet are huge. Yes. C- mm, comparatively, okay. yes. Okay. No, I don't want the hairy toes part. And that's why Hobbit not women so much. smile so much. But anyway. <laughs> it's not wow. just the good food and beer. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to mute my mic while I slam my head into my desk a few times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> head desk. Head desk. Head desk. I'm hanging up on you anyway because Nigel was trying to call us earlier. Oh, Nigel's calling us. Goodbye, Internet. Bye. Bye. Okay, the the we got room for one more, and yes, we do. The man with the name that we all love to say was trying to call, and should try again. Just just call him. We'll just we'll just turn the tables on you people. Uh oh. What? If I, if I could wait, wait, wait. This will be highly entertaining. What? They actually got a Chuck Norris Chuck Norris to do a World of Warcraft commercial. What? About time to, I mean, I'm, someone I, needs I, to. I, 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 it's, someone, it's 31 seconds long. I'm going to have to like mute my mic and go. Someone needs to. I'm link. going for it. Someone needs I, to link this. I, I got it out of the IRC. Don't trust the IRC. You don't know where that link leads. You're heading for fortune. Just know it. Oh, here it is. See, right I here. turned the tables on you. I called you. Ha 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 ha. Oh my god. It's That's one way to make my day. <laughs> oh yeah. Boba. Boba. How goes what it up? everyone? Well, uh, apparently I... everyone else is watching the Chuck Norris uh, <laughs> wow video. Oh my god, this is the most Oh, he's punching a gnome. That's awesome. And no, a goblin. He's punching everyone. <laughs> oh, he just kicked a Kodo in the face. That's the most I have to listen to this to sound Yeah, so Barry, this is the most awesome thing ever. It is Oh yeah. It was already linked in the world in IRC. Make sure that gets included on the uh, research thread. Oh, my. oh I have <laughs> oh to see my that God, with sound. That's funny. I absolutely have to see that with sound. And suddenly, wow, is back up to 12 million subscribers. Go figure. Yeah, no kidding. Because <sighs> Chuck Norris said so. Because Chuck Norris said so. Go re-up your account now. It. Yes, sir. On our way, Chuck. Yes, so, sir, Mr. Norris. Oops, what, yeah, yeah, exactly. what is your nerd gift or what are you looking forward to receiving and or giving this year? Oh, I'll probably end up having to settle for a uh, just a plain old Kindle, which I'd like to get my hands on, as I don't that's think not, the Kindle... That's not settling at all. <laughs> no, it's not. Because I don't think the Kindle Fire is actually released into Canada yet. Well, you know some people in the U.S. I mean, I routinely ship things to a certain young lady in uh, Denmark. Oh, do most, You mean most, Pusar? The most recent being a Murloc. Uh, which I think those are illegal to ship across the line, so I could be in trouble here. Um, I sure hope there was enough water in the bottle. Anyway, Q Murloc smuggler, you. A little bit. He's uh, poking holes in it. 
So I can certainly... In the box, in the box. Do not feed after midnight. Yeah. I could certainly be uh, coerced into heading to my local Target or Wally World to obtain one uh, retail and then just ship it to you. So just let us know. Not a problem. We'll definitely uh, keep that in mind, and uh, I'll give you an email probably sometime during the week. Bring it on. Yeah, we'll keep our eyes out for it. That we had to like we had plan. to do some looking to find one locally. It was a timing thing. It was about yeah. getting in there just after the truck had come in. Because I was there launch mm-hmm. day when they were supposed to have, I've told this on, on Twitter, of being there 8 a.m. when the store opened on launch day when they'd said, available day of release at Target stores near you. And the guy behind the counter was like, a Kindle what? <laughs> well, the Kindles are over here. And looking in the glass case, there's a spot. And the price tag for the Kindle Fire, it's like, yeah, that one right there. I've never seen that before. Went and got his little pricing and inventory gun. Beep. Tap, 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 tap. We ain't got them yet. Mm. Beep, 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 beep. None of the stores in the valley have them yet. It's like, well, okay, so much for available on launch day at the Target store near you. Yeah. And then I got tweets from uh, Sakani saying, who works for FedEx, saying, well, I just delivered uh, two crates of them to my local Target store here in uh, Palm Springs, so you, maybe you should go back. Yeah. And they were already gone when I got back. They were already gone? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I got like two. Yeah. Uh, and then just coincidental timing at the local Wally World uh, day before yesterday, or no, it was yesterday, and uh, managed to score one for for Nemesis to have, so... Let me know if you want me to be yeah. on the lookout for one, and I'll snag another. Cool. I'll keep that in mind. I'll get in touch with you uh, later cool. in the week. And I'll only mark it up to $500. Oh, Canadian. that's a steal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely a steal. <laughs> Which oh, way oh, the stealing is going, we're not commenting. Oh, you want me to steal it? Um, yeah, the problem is the integration with the uh, Canadian Amazon store would be a bit of a problem. You have to have the whole dual identity in the U.S. store, and it becomes a bit of a pain in the butt. Uh, I'm actually working on uh, getting something set up right now anyway, so that I might be able to bypass that. Work that system. Work it. The exactly. Tour Network is your friend. Exactly. So is that something you want to receive for yourself, or you plan to give as a gift, or both? Uh, actually, both. One for me and one for my roommate. <laughs> Excellent. Now, on the new batch of Kindles, that are you looking at a Kindle Touch? Are you going to do the, the classic with the keyboard? What's your feeling on that one? And, and advertiser-supported or not? What's your poison? Uh, Don't do advertiser-supported. <laughs> no, I won't be doing the advertiser-supported. If I'm going to um, spend any of that money, it's, I might as well flip out the extra 20 bucks and there you go. just go for the actual ad-free version. But, and uh, then the so touch like, or the like, I find it amusing that I will pay to not be advertised to. Mm-hmm. Please oh, no. That's the way the world is I would going. actually pay to watch TV shows. I, in fact, I do pay to watch TV shows without advertising. <laughs> I pay it's more. Netflix Instant View. It's called and Netflix it'll, Instant it'll, View. It'll be the exactly. touch anyway, and I, I agree with Io. It's, uh, I'll pay not to be advertised to. Thank you very much. Well, I like them. I mean, the touch is the Kindle that really is. It's, you know, it's the size of that paperback book. When you, when you lose the keyboard off there, it becomes a really tiny mm-hmm. device as far as being really light, really thin, still durable in the Kindle way, um, and is... Truly paperback. Yeah, it is. It's the paperback. You know, it's half a paperback book, um, but still has the electronic ink um, as all the glorious things. So it's Kindle great is. for sunlit environments. But, but great for Yeah, but still a touchscreen. Yeah, Which, you, you got to admit, if you're going to the beach, mm-hmm. I'm willing to take my Kindle... 
with my iPad. It be, would be beach. a waste of time because you can't see the damn screen anyway. Yeah, not in that yeah. kind of light. Yeah. No. It is. It is not. So. It's not the iPad's strongest environment, and neither would it be the Kindle Fire's strongest environment. True insanity. But, but electronic ink was ten years in the making for a reason because they wanted to replicate book paper, and they yes, did a damn they good did. job. Yeah, they did a very good job. It's of only it. gotten thank, better in the latest revisions. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they put the effort into that. And I will say this: that that while I like the the iPad for the backlighting at night when you're trying to read, and you turn it all the way down so the backlit's and you don't really need a low. And then you don't need a reading lamp, yeah. But the um, the the Kindle itself is great for high high light circumstances, you know, like full sun. And the lack of glare on the screen is very helpful too. So bring it on. Oh yeah. So you're thinking regular Kindle, um, touch. touch the touch, yeah, yeah, awesome. That's a good choice. It really is. Well, we have summarily reached the end of the show, so I'm going to kick <clears throat> Boba Fetish to the curb now. Thank you for call- calling in. Or, yeah, good day. To, I, no, thank you for trying to call in and then letting me call you back. Ooh. Boo. Yeah. What I did there, did you see it? We have time for this. We have time for what? The question has been posed in the IRC. What is the question? Who would win in a fight? Chuck Norris's beard or Sir Reginald? Chuck Norris's beard. That's what I thought, too. Everything of Chuck Norris always wins. That's a short a conversation. A single hair from Chuck Norris's beard. <laughs> would Sorry, win. Reginald. No, there's, 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 the old, there's the old story. See you later, Boba. Um, Bye, Boba. The old story of, you know, Chuck Norris's tears cure all diseases. Unfortunately, he has never and never will cry. Yes. Yes. Ch- yeah. Ch- uh, the way I heard it was Chuck Norris's diseases or tears cure cancer. However, however, he, he has never cried. cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you have been listening to another episode of Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Check us out on the web and join the forum community for it is made of win, awesome, and really, really great people. And you can get all the show notes on the research thread as the child board of the Casually Hardcore forum board. Join me, please, this Friday morning, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, let's see, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, I think I misquoted that earlier, for the premiere episode of Alpha Geek Radio Fridays, giving you your dose of geek uh, to continue the tradition of the morning stream, and looking for suggestions for content, and perhaps people interested in doing the occasional co-hosting thing. Yes. Are you free on Fridays? As a matter of fact, I am. Well, go figure. We may have just solved that whole co-host thing. Mm-hmm. Skype is a wonderful thing. Yeah, you get us twice a week. It's the damnedest thing. Mm-hmm. We'll work on that off the air. Yes, we so, will. So, uh, just throwing it out there. Fridays at I'm Alpha- off this Friday too. Oh, we're going straight to hell. <laughs> Fridays at alphageekradio.com is the email address to send in ideas and communicate with the show. In addition to that, after each live show of uh, Alpha Geek Radio Fridays will be the premiere episode for that week of the Tadpoolery podcast, which was an interesting creation. They had their premiere this last Friday when I had originally intended to premiere Alpha Geek Radio Fridays, but (laughs) funeral. And we premiered Tadpoolery. It is the IRC community that has formed up around the morning stream, which is a really fantastically active group of people. And they made a podcast about the IRC community about the podcast. 
and strangely, it's still really good. So okay, we'll, my brain hurts. Exactly. Just, yeah. Just go to tadpoolery.com and check them out. They're getting started. We've been helping them. We've been using the resources at Versus the World to help them get started in podcasting, which has been a lot of fun. A really great group of uh, two guys over there. And check them out. Give them your support. And we will be premiering their episode every week at the end of Alpha Geek Radio Fridays. So looking forward to seeing you on another podcasting effort we're going for. And it's going to be lots and lots of fun. And I need to learn how to be a morning DJ. How you doing? Welcome to Alpha Geek Radio. No, not going to happen. Never, yeah, it better not. Cause ever going to happen. That early in the morning, I will be. there will be hitting involved. No, there will be lots and lots of coffee involved. Is what that will be. too. Yes, so, absolutely. We the hell are out of here. I have been Nomewise. I've been Eyelight. I've been Gonora. And here comes the uh, little drop-in someone had sent us earlier that I didn't get to put in line and then our traditional exit. See you next time. For reasons too disturbing to mention, I, I find that hot. Bye-bye, radio people. Happy trails to who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just say.